0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Will, welcome to Reconnect My Heart podcast. The show that we talk about life's problems that may break or tear our hearts apart. On Reconnect My Heart, we'll discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way He originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you are able to join us. <clears throat> if you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to give us a call at five one six. Four five three nine one one eight. That's five one six four five three nine one one eight. Or you can listen online at www. dot blogtalkradio. dot com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or. You can go into our chat room, which is, it'll be available in approximately two minutes. You can send your prayer requests. You can send your questions or just comments, whatever you want to share. You're welcome to post them on the chat room. I would like to say a huge hello, hello, hello to my church family, True Believers, Tabernacle Church, while I see you pastor, Pastor Otis Logan, If you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, feel free to come and worship with us. We are at 4204 Cardinal Drive, Dallas, Texas, 75216. Once again, I want to thank each and everyone who are tuning in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued prayers and support. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh today is very different. My intentions were to share with y'all some things. I know this is the holiday season coming up. But I want to share with y'all something. I was praying today. I wanted to make sure, like I said, I wanted to uh speak on a specific subject, but this is what happened and it's gonna I'm gonna let you know why I felt led to talk about what I'm gonna share with y'all today. Spoke today at church and a lot of times when there's a need or when God has given you a word to give to people or give to someone, the devil is gonna try to get upset. I'm going to say it like this, the devil is going to get upset, but we have to be prepared. <clears throat> and so today I spoke, and there was a lot of resistance before I even got there. The devil tried to fight me in trying to print my message off. I had a lot of obstacles that came, and then I ended up making it to church late, and the devil wanted me to get frustrated. I was rushing and all that, but I felt at peace. And so when I end up speaking, I end up praying because I know that when you speak or when you're doing what God have you to do, the devil is going to try to retaliate. He's going to try to fight. If it's not during the message, it may happen immediately after the message. Don't have to be a preacher to have to deal with that. Even if you receive a word, the devil is going to try to distract you from that word or make you try to regurgitate before it actually set root into your spirit. And so after the sermon I grabbed my phone and church let out. I grabbed my phone and I noticed that there was a a video. There was a video that was at my at my house and come to find out there was somebody at the time of me preaching At the time of me preaching and praying, there was a video of someone trying to do something to my house. And so I've been dealing with that all day. And what happened, what God began to deal with me on, instead of speaking about things pertaining to the holiday season, we need to talk about that. When you do what God has for you to do, when you are obedient or when you receive the purpose, the plan, or the assignment that God has for you, the devil is going to try to fight you. The devil is going to try to derail you. He's going to try to distract you. He's going to try to do those things to throw you off or to bring fear upon you. Just like today's title that we're entitled to this podcast, your attitude should be no retreat, no surrender. We are not going to allow the devil to receive victory in not even one incident in our life. The devil is always going to try to distract you, frustrate you, derail you when you receive instructions from God. Now, we're not just looking at receiving a word in church, which is very important. But also, even in your private time, you're talking to God and you receive the instruction because a lot of time, get this, there is no resistance when you're disobedient to God. It's almost like you're going with the wind. But when you make up in your mind that you're going to follow God, when you make up in your mind that you're going to keep yourself until you get married, when you make up in your mind to obey God that's when look like all hell gonna try to break loose. Why is that? Because it's trying to make you give up what you have already received from God. It's trying to make you really think about, hey, you know what are you are you really gonna do that? And he's gonna try to throw distractions, something like your past. He's gonna try to bring those things that you used to be weak in. He's gonna to try to bring some things to you to make you really consider giving up. But like I said, our attitude should be no retreat, no surrender. We should not give up anything because think about it. When we were disobedient, to, when we were disobedient to God, and we were following what the devil or even our flesh desired. You know what? Even though it might have felt good, but it wasn't good for us. It might have been good to us, but it wasn't good for us. Even when you think about it, it was so much of a loss that we encountered. We might have enjoyed the fun time we thought, or even if it was a temporary, temporary good feeling, but the consequences were longer, the consequences that we have to deal with because of that, if you want to say 15 minutes of fame that we enjoyed, it ended up costing us almost a lifetime because of our decisions that we made. But the devil is trying so badly to make us give up everything to forfeit Everything that God has for us. And don't you know, he knows us better than we know ourselves. One thing I always say, the devil studied us. But the funny thing about it, we haven't studied ourselves nor have we studied the devil. The devil knows us better than we know ourselves. And get this, he knows God. He he knows who we serve. But do we really know who we serve? Do we know who we serve, and do we know ourselves? And a lot of times the answer is no. But this is the time for us to really consider, even in the process of what we're dealing with right now, even if, you know what, we realize that we are unable to handle or deal with whatever we're dealing with in our own power, in our own ability, it's good for us to be aware of that because now we know that we need some help, and the only one that can help us is God. Don't you know he wants to come in and help us in the, in the situation that we're in right now? Also, he wants to help us to fulfill the purpose and the plan that he has for us in our life. But like I said, the devil wants us to give up. key thing of it, if you notice, the devil knows. That his kingdom is threatened when we are walking in obedience to God. When we're walking and operating in the purpose and plan that God has for us, don't you know, even though we may see ourselves in the mirror as small, petite, but when we are operating in the purpose and plan that God has for us, we're stronger than mighty Mouse. We're bigger than the incredible Hulk. And we can fly higher than Superman. Why? Because the greater one that's in us is greater than the one that's in the world. But don't you know, whatever purpose and plan that God has for us, everything that God has for us and every assignment that he has for us is for victory. If we rely upon him, if we rely upon his strength, if we rely upon his wisdom, if we can execute it the way that he wants us to, we are bound for victory. But if we end up trying to do it in our on our own ability, we're gonna fail. <laughs> I always think about this. I always think about this person in the Bible in Genesis, Noah. Noah was not a professional boat builder. But he was told by God to build something that was never created for something that never happened before, rain. The world never experienced rain before. The earth never experienced rain. But God told Noah to build an ark for something that never occurred before. And so He ended up taking those specific instructions from God to build. He followed those instructions by the letter. He followed those instructions and created an ark. And get this, he even had to tell the people that it was going to rain one day. Now, you think about it. Noah is building something that never existed for something that never happened, and him telling the people that one day it's going to rain. And he had to say that to preach that for years. So now people looking at him like he was crazy. But one day when it did finally rain, everything that he did, even though it looked like, it looked like, His back was against the wall. It looked like they were making fun of him. It looked like everybody was kind of pushing him to the side. But everything that he preached, everything that he did, it paid off and it actually happened. It may not have happened at the time frame that everybody was anticipating or the time frame that he was anticipating, but eventually it happened. But I said all that because. For him to build it, he had to really trust God. He had to really depend upon God, even when it come down to the ridicule that he was see, receiving from people. But everything showed, eventually, everything showed that, you know what, we should have listened to Noah. And because they didn't listen, they lost their lives. The only one that survived were Noah and his family. That was it. So because of his obedience, he was able to help replenish the earth. So now when it comes down to those things that we deal with in our life, those things that God telling us to do, of course, it's going to look like to other people, man, you crazy. Man, you lost your mind. For those that know me, I like to, I like to throw myself under the bus. Even when it comes down to you, keep yourself until you get married. You remain in celibate until God send you a wife or God send you a husband. To some people, that's going to seem crazy. And i say something else. Sometimes when you really have made up your mind and you may have done some things in the past that you may not have, you know, some things that you may have regretted, but, if you make up in your mind that you're going to do what God tells you to do, the devil going to always try to bring somebody from your past to make you revisit who you were. He's going to always try to bring up somebody from your past to entice you. You know what? Hey, hey, let's do it for old times' sake. And he's not going to bring somebody that you could have easily just brushed off to the side. He's going to bring somebody that you were very attached to. He's going to bring somebody that, that would try to strongly lure you to revisit your past. You see, the devil not going to try to fight with some old itty-bitty tunk of toy, some Nerf gun. No, he's going to bring the big guns. He's going to bring the strong artilleries. But we have to remember, when those situations come, because we don't have to worry about if they're going to come, if temptation is going to come. No, they are going to come when they come. But when they come, don't you know God can give us the strength and the ability not just to say no, but to walk away and don't regret it. But what we have to do, we have to make it in our mind that we are going to do it. We cannot wait upon somebody else to make a decision To not do it We can't allow someone to make a decision for us Or speak up for us God will give you the strength And the voice For you to speak up for yourself Even when you feel weak When you feel like you can't do it If you rely upon God He will give you the voice And the ability to say no See what we have to look at Those things that the devil may try to entice us with like I said, when you think about it, it ain't worth it. Think about it. If you go back to where you were, that means that you're going to pick up even more of the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment, the loneliness, those same feelings that you dealt with in the past, and then some. See, the devil always trying to bring up our past for us to revisit it, to revisit But guess what? He never bring up the consequences to you he never remind you of the consequences he'll just bring up that little bitty good feeling or that short time frame of a good feeling that you had but he don't bring up those consequences back to you he don't remind you of those consequences but what we have to do when the devil reminds us of those things of even Hey, go back to those things. We got to think about, you know what, is it really worth it? And the answer is no. Because if you notice, when you are doing the right thing and the devil trying to bring the wrong thing or trying to bring up your past, one thing I always say, when the devil brings up your past, you bring up his future. So don't allow that guilt to revisit in your mind. Not even allowing the devil to make you feel like, well, since you did it before and that's what people know you as, how about you continue to do that? And the answer is no. Even when people accuse you of things, if that's not you, you don't have to fall prey into that again. If that's who you were but no longer who you are, you don't have to revisit who you were because people reminded you of who you were. You just continue to introduce them to who you are. But also, even if they continue to try to bring up your past, you don't have to deal with them. Sometimes those are people that we have to allow to get out of our heart, get out of our friendship, and, hey, jump ship. Jump ship from friendship to acquaintanceship or no ship at all. Hey, sometimes you have to throw people overboard, and sometimes without an anchor. But the key thing is for us to realize, you know what, this is who I am, and I'm having my mindset fixated on God. And like I said, being saved, I really found out this. Being saved was the best decision that I made. But also, if I had a really known God, then, like I know now, I would have saved myself till I got married. I would have gotten saved or got asked God to deliver me earlier on in my life. But just because I ended up getting them later on in my life, I I was in my 20s when I rededicated my life to God. I was in my early 20s. But if I had paid attention, then I would have done them I would have done it earlier. But even in the midst of that, not crying over spilled milk, God can redeem the time. But we have to remember, even in God redeeming the time, we have to have that pit bull mentality of being mentally strong enough to tell the devil no. So what's going to help us in telling the devil no? We have to be careful of our surroundings. What are we allowing ourselves to visit? What are we allowing ourselves to be entertained by? We always say the word entertain, but I always think about entertain is taming our inner man, not just our spiritual man, but our emotions, our thought process. It's taming is taming us, is preventing us from becoming the men and ladies that God called for us to be and desire us to be. So with those things that we are entertaining, we have to look at, is it spiritually edifying? Or is it making us revisit our past? Or is it planting seeds of our past? Or is it planting new seeds that's preventing us From moving forward or going forward in God. See, the devil is going to try in any way possible to come into your spirit. And one of the things we often know, even in the Bible, it tells us that when the devil leaves, he's going to lurk around the world. But guess what? Even if you have cleansed yourself, and gotten delivered from those things that might have trapped you in the past, you still have to be aware. Even though you might be quote unquote spiritually clean, you have to be aware of the trap of the devil because all he needs is an opportunity. And get this, you might have cast, you might have had three demons cast out, and now you're delivered, you're set free. But guess what? he's watching, he's lurking, and he's going to bring back because he's going to try to come back. There's no doubt about it. He's going to try to come back. He's going to try to revisit. So what he's going to do, he's going to bring some seed of something that used to entice you. And now, instead of him having three demons, he's going to have 21 demons. He's going to have backup because you were able to defeat three. So now since he's going to come back, he's going to make sure that he bring some heavy artillery so that way when he comes back, he don't get kicked out this time. So we have to be aware that the devil is going to try to make you revisit your past. So what you have to do in the things that you were delivered from, you have to see if there's anything that resembles those things, you have to stay away from it. And I know there are some people, you know, they're saved, they go to church, but they say, well, you know, I'm strong enough. I can handle that. Uh, not Don't even tempt yourself. Why tempt yourself? You're just like somebody who would deliver from alcohol, but now they're working at the, they're working at the uh, liquor store. I am not to say grocery store. They're working at the liquor store or they're working at a bar. They may not drink, but think about it. Why are you torturing yourself? That's torture. And you may not do it right now, but eventually all the devil needs is an opportunity. When you become vulnerable, when the scene is set, you might go through something that is so heartbreaking, so stressful, so hurtful. What's going to happen? The devil is going to make you refer back to your comfort zone of your past. That comfort zone might have been what drove you to drinking or smoking or getting into sex, pornography, alcohol, drugs, whatever. The devil is waiting for an opportunity. He's looking. He's looking. Like I said, he's studying us. But we have to remember that we have to be very careful of even the slightest resemblance of what we were delivered from. We have to be careful of that. You know, those that know me, I don't mind being transparent. Now, this is me, and some people, they might have had a worse, uh, they might have Look at it and, oh, man, what you did with me, man, that ain't nothing. Well, to me, it was a big deal, even if it was three times, even if it was two times, even if it was one time, it was one time too many. I used to watch pornography. And when I was younger, I watched it. And then when God delivered me from it, what I had to do, with some people, it may not be a big deal to them but I don't watch certain TV shows. I don't listen to certain music. Now, to some people, it may be innocent, but I know me, and I don't even want the image of anything resembling anything of the past or even pornography. I don't want anything resembling that because I know that's just a small crack that will allow the devil to come in and take full course. Like I said, he just wanted the opportunity when you're vulnerable. So I know I don't watch certain things. I don't listen to certain things. I don't even like certain conversations. And I know even when someone try to bring a suggestion, no. I have to be quick to answer because when I look at it, if I stand there and even though I may say no, 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 but it's also the way that I say it. Not just me saying no, but I know I have to say it with an affirmative, strong no. Because if I don't say, if I, if I sound passive, then that person is going to make it as if or make, may think that they have an opportunity that they can worry me down. So I have to say no, and then leave it alone. Walk away. I have to make my stance strong. That's why when people look at us and when they see the things that we may have dealt with in the past and they try to bring it back up, we have to tell them no. We don't have to explain. We just tell them no. And guess what? You don't owe anybody an explanation. Your yes is your yes and your no is your no. And that's it. And anytime they try to Push their will upon you Then they're not your friend after all They don't need Look at this Not only your, they're not your friend They don't even care about you They care about themselves They care about their, their need Or their want more than your need They care more about their want Instead of your need See a real friend Ultimately Going to lead you to Christ Not lead you to crisis A true friend is going to be someone that's going to have your best interest at heart. A true friend is someone that's concerned more about your soul, more concerned about your walk with God. But also, a true friend is supposed to help you to become better, not better. A true friend is supposed to help you to be all that you can be in God's eyesight. But don't you know, even in a process of that, even sometimes even with family members, sometimes you have to be strong enough to tell them no. See, a lot of times for those who mean well, sometimes for those who may have good intentions, sometimes people that are nice or kind-hearted, sometimes we are the ones that sometimes get used or get walked over. Why? Because we don't learn to say no. Sometimes we'll tell everybody else how we feel, but those that we need to tell, we just keep it to ourselves. We don't want to hurt their feelings. No, it's time for us to say no. And sometimes the devil we use become frustrated or make us miss what God has for us. Sometimes it can be just a peace of mind. Sometimes the devil will even try to use those people to distract us. So that's the reason why when it boils down to it, you have to ask yourself, God, is this something that you want me to do? And if he say yes, then do it. But if he say no, don't do it. Because you never know, those could be traps. And sometimes people could be used by the devil and don't even know it. So you think about it. Sometimes if somebody may tell you to do something, you ask yourself, why are they coming to you and asking you? Is it because you're more convenient or is it because, okay, this is something that God has sent me up to do? Okay, that's fine. But sometimes the people that depend upon us, you know what? They don't really need us. They just want us. But get this, you're doing something that they want you to do, and it's distracting you from doing something that you need to do or being with someone that you need to be with. So we have to realize that when those situations come, we have to recognize if it's something that's trying to be a distraction or if it's something that God is assigning me to do. But when it boils down to it, Us consulting God and becoming aware of it, that's going to help us to become mentally strong. That's going to help us to be able to be about God's business. Because a lot of times, I was speaking earlier today about the emotions. Sometimes those things are those distractions that's hindering us from even with a peace of mind. Because when you look at it, a lot of times we end up picking up other people's problems. And this is one of the things that I always tell the inmates when when I'm at work. I don't mind you telling me something that you need, but do not, do not tell me somebody else's problem. You tell me yours. If you need something, you can tell me. But if you're trying to talk on behalf of somebody else, don't tell me. I don't want to hear it. Why is that? Because apparently that person that that person is speaking up for, apparently they don't need it because if they really need it, they will speak up for themselves. So I said i to say this. A lot of times when we end up meddling or getting involved in other people's business, we're the ones that's getting more stressed. We're the ones that's getting in trouble. People get in more trouble when they dip their nose in other people's business. If it doesn't concern you, leave it alone. And sometimes you have to exhibit tough love. Sometimes you have to allow people to stand on their own feet. Sometimes you have to allow people to speak up for themselves. And me being a guy, I always tell ladies this. If you have a son, please never speak up for him. You will end up handicapping him. You would end up preventing him from using his voice or even becoming aware of his voice. See, that song we always sing growing up as, in church. We are soldiers in the army of the Lord. Even in boot camp, what do they do? Not only do they cut your hair and get you uniform so you can become unified, but also they're teaching disciplines. They're teaching command, listening to command, receiving command, and eventually giving command. And so when we allow people, not just sons, but even daughters, children, people, no matter what, no matter who, if we end up speaking up for people, we're handicapping them from knowing or becoming aware of their voice, But also what's happening, we end up picking up their burden. We end up picking up their responsibilities. See, because as long as I'm in need and I'm able to speak up for myself, then it's my responsibility and it's on my shoulders. But if I allow somebody else to speak up for me, even though I may need it, emotionally, And even spiritually, uh, they will pick up the weight and the burden on what I desire. See, it's more than just a physical thing. It's a spiritual, emotional, a psychological thing. So we have to realize that because, like I said, all those things are distractions that the devil is trying to put upon us. The devil is trying so badly to make you turn back, make you give up, make you throw in the towel. He's gonna to try every possible way to get to you. And get this, he has a specific strategy or a custom made strategy for each and every one of us. See, there are some people, they're married. Okay, well, you know, he gonna he's he's not gonna Use my wife to get to me. Why? I don't have that. I don't have one. So he's not going to use the same method with me that he'll use for somebody else. He will custom make a situation specifically for me. He will custom make a situation specifically for you. But we have to be aware because even though it may be, A different technique is still the same spirit. So we have to become aware of the spirit that's entering our presence so that way we can overcome those things. I want to take a moment right now. I have some people on the line. I'm going to allow them an opportunity to come on the air. I'm going to start with the area code 706. Hello, welcome Goody. to Reckoning Up My Heart podcast. How you doing today?
0: It's a beautiful day today. I'm enjoying yes, the yes. service. Really enjoying the service.
1: Thank
0: and, you, um, thank you, thank you. I believe that uh, that uh, as Christians, once you proclaim to be a Christian, the devil, as you said, works very hard to find your weaknesses and zero mm-hmm. in on them. When I started to know. We learn as much as we could about the enemy so we know how to deal with the enemy. Mm-hmm. Satan views us as enemy, and he's mm-hmm. trying to find our weaknesses so he'll know how to deal with us, and we got to be completely aware of that at all times. And, yeah. Um, it's, it's just so many things that, uh, that that we get caught up in because we're not alert to Satan's ways. we got to understand mm-hmm. his tactics and the way he come at us, in order to deal with them. And the greatest relief we can get from him is bowing down to the Heavenly Father. Once we seek him, Satan has no power. Once we proclaim him, Satan will back off. Mm-hmm. As long as you see wit weaknesses. It might be some tight pants on a female. It might mm-hmm. be it might be something in the store that you don't have enough money to get but you want it anyway bad enough to take it without them. It could be anything. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna On putting your desires in front of your eyes to break you down, Mm -hmm. and we got to be aware of that when dealing with ourselves. History, history is very important to to us because it allows us to go back and view mistakes that others made. Adam and Eve, Mm -hmm. I e, made huge mistakes, and uh, it costed them, costed them their lives. And we gotta look at history and, and not repeat history by making the kind of mistakes they made. History offers us a, us a whole lot—a huge bounty of of, of control—and and you gotta seek it, though you gotta want it, and you gotta go for it, you know. And I just I just feel good that I'm a, a part of the service tonight, and you're bringing out a lot of points that uh, got me thinking a whole lot. <clears throat> Different ways about different things, but knowing what we're up against, we can better deal with it. Mhm, mhm. That's what I want to contribute that to the, to, to the airways, and I thank you for this opportunity. God bless you, and I look forward to corresponding with you as we always do. Yes,
1: yes, and I thank you, and thank you for those nuggets. You know, and and it's funny, you even brought that up about. You know, the weakness. But the funny thing about it, unfortunately, many people, they just look right there at that one and the, the areas or area that they're weak in. But God wants us to be aware of not only our weak areas, but even in our strengths, our strong areas. You know, we look at Peter. Peter was the one that acknowledged Jesus as the son of God. And what did Jesus say? Upon this rock I should build my church. That that? was Peter's strength.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Him being able to recognize who Jesus Christ was. But also, even where Jesus was recognized by Peter, like I said, that was Peter's strength. But also what happened with Peter, he also was the one that denied Jesus. And so that's why Like he said, we have to be aware. We have to be aware because sometimes we may get complacent, and that's the worst thing we can do is get complacent. We can't be too cocky in our ability, and unfortunately, sometimes that happens. That happens, but we have to still remain humble and recognize that just like... If somebody else falls, if they're a believer, hey, we shouldn't make fun of them. Because you know what? The same devil that attacked them and they succumbed to is what? It's attacking us. And we may not fall like they did, but guess what? If we're not, if we're not conscious, we may fall and have a greater fall than the person that we laughing at. So, you know, we just got to be careful and be mindful and, of course, pray for everybody. Let me see. We got I thank him for that call. We got someone else on the line. Okay, this is uh Eric Holt 903. Hello, welcome to Rekin and My whole Podcast. You're on the air. Hello? Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go to the next one. Hello. Call. Yes, ma'am, how you doing today? Hello. Yes, ma'am. How you doing today? I'm doing good.
2: Good,
1: good,
2: good. Uh, would you like to say anything? Um, I am just listening to the um to the message and stuff, and everything is true because, like, um, just recently this week or whatever, the devil been playing with me and telling me well, bringing my past back up because I have been trying to save myself for my husband or what mm-hmm. God have for me or whatever, but the devil been bringing my past back up and my old friends and stuff back up, and I'm like, and then, like, we'll be wanting to hook up and stuff and hang out or whatever, but stuff happens, and I'm like, Lord, what is it? Why is it that when we trying to hang out or whatever that we don't get to hang out like we want to, and then it dawned on me, he was like, that's not, that's not what I have for you. I have something better for you and greater for you, you said that you wanted to save yourself for me and for your husband and that's what I'm that's where I'm taking you. But me and my flesh is like, man, I wanna hang out with my old friends or whatever, but that's not what he has for me. So thank mm-hmm. God that he's continued working on me and guiding me in the right direction and saving me for my husband and for him. And that's that's it.
1: Yes, you know what, I, I thank you even for your transparency. And, you know, it's, it's a great thing now as believers for us to confess. You know what, it's okay to acknowledge I'm saving myself. And I'm going to be real with you. Maybe when I was younger or whatever like that, that might have been something that we wouldn't have admitted. But now we can not only tell people we're saved, but we can probably tell people, uh-uh, no, look, I'm preserving this until I get married, you know, yeah. and it, it, it's a beautiful thing, and it's something that I feel that more people should acknowledge and embrace. Don't be ashamed because this actually for your benefit because I'm going to tell you like this, and I've, I've been on both sides of the spectrum, you know. When we end up allowing sex to control us, uh, before we get married, fornication and everything, those produce soul ties, but also mm-hmm. it interfer- Those emotion- our emotions interrupt or interferes good judgment. Because right. I'm going to tell you like this. Sometimes we know that we're with somebody that don't mean us any good,
2: mm-hmm. cheating
1: or that's bringing us down. But what happens because our souls are intertwine, our emotions are involved. Well I, I know I need to stay but you know I I am confused. We we right. we allowing those things
2: mm-hmm. and to be honest with
1: you, the confusing part is just actually us, not it's not the situation. It's us. it's us. You know that's right. You know, I know um I prayed this was uh somebody some years ago This person I found out was really, really, really trying to bring me down. And I had to pray. I said, God, if this is for you, you work everything out. But, God, if this is not for you, you take the taste of her out of my mind. You take the taste of her out of my mind and out of my heart. And I prayed. I gave it to God. I even confessed to my first lady, everything pertaining, not to pertaining to the young lady, but I was tell not for myself. Didn't mention anything about the young lady. I was tell not for myself. I confessed. I asked her, I asked my first lady to touch and agree with me, pray with me, and I fasted. The next morning, it was like everything was new. She ended up giving me a phone call, and I saw her number, and I felt nauseated. And eventually, mm-hmm. after everything was over, eventually she had confessed and told me that she was planning on doing some things that was gonna really do some damage to me. I That's said, great. Lord, thank you. But I had to I had to allow God to get her out of my heart. It wasn't it wasn't that she just walked into my heart. I allowed her into my heart because of involving ourselves in sex. Right. And 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 also like I said, even the soul ties and all that. So what we don't realize even soul ties, you can have soul ties with someone without even being sexually involved with them. It's that emotional involvement.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You know. But Mm -hmm. I really I really thank God for you in our communion. And I just wanna tell you, you know, I know a lot of times we do want to go places, do things even with familiar people, but we have to think about asking God. God, is this something that I need to do? Because God knows their intent. God knows the outcome. Mm-hmm. It may not be a that particular time, but it may be leading up to a particular time to set you up. It might be a trap. It might be a spiritual mm-hmm. or even an emotional trap. You know, to set us up. You know, the Bible tells us. I
2: believe this like a. I believe it's an emotional trap because I had feelings for that person. And then, like, even though we didn't get to hang out or whatever, I'm like, man, Lord, why am I even wasting my time on trying to be back friends with this person if I know that I fall deeply for this person? I'm like, Lord, why am I doing this to myself? Like, this is not what you want for me, Lord. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? But then I finally mm-hmm. just realized that it's not what he want for me, so... I just had to mm-hmm. let it go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what is, uh, like I said, I'm very, very, very proud of you. For you to even to admit that to yourself. Because it's mm-hmm. bad when other people can see it, but mm-hmm. you don't receive it for yourself. You, you don't receive it from them. Me. Yeah, when when you realize it and when you're able to confess it. But mm-hmm. we also have to look at the person, not so much of who they are physically, but look at their spirit. Yeah. Look, look at their thought process. Look at, you know, look at their decision making. Because what we don't think about a lot of time, love, love, we should be building up for marriage. We should be building up for a lifetime. And I, I, I'll yeah. say this. I'll say this, you know, I respect you and everything. And I want you to know this because you're a young lady have a lot of respect for you and just in case there are other young ladies that are listening I want to tell you this when it comes down to love it should lead to a lifetime of love but get this ever since a lady a a, a little girl ever since a a woman been a little girl small and everything she always looked forward to her wedding the Mm -hmm. average young lady Always have looked forward to their Wedding ever since she was small But get this A girl Or a woman looks up Or looks forward to her Wedding But a real man Looks forward to the Marriage <laughs> The The wedding Is a day and event Where mm. She is given away by the father And placed in the hands Of another man That should carry out Where the father Has left off it That's why it's important For the man To be examined by the father Now it may not be A biological father You know there are some people Who may not have A biological father Or you know, an active biological father, but they may have a father figure. It may be a stepfather or a step-up father, but there is somebody that that person may look up to as a father figure, pastor, whatever. So it's important for that man or that potential husband to be examined by an upstanding real man to see if they really measure up. And that's gonna help the young lady when she get when when that guy get evaluated, and then that father can tell her, you know what, that dude he running game. Oh, <laughs> uh, that dude uh, he ain't even worth it. So it's actually saving you because you think about it. A real man wanna make sure that if he sends off his daughter. He want to make sure that she's in good hands. But also, he want to make sure that he's able to take care of her from here on out. If she has to still depend upon father because he can't fulfill any of his responsibilities, then she should have stayed in the care of her father. You see what I'm saying? Especially yeah. you're in the medical field. You you would not release a patient if they still if they still in the doctor's care. They have to be released from the doctor's care in order for them to be released from the hospital. <laughs> so same thing with the husband, a potential husband. But if it's someone that you know what, he's gonna be protecting you, guiding you, ministering to you able to be the spiritual leader then that father said you know what he's alright so you want to make sure that um, he has the endorsement of that father figure right Yeah. but, but I, I appreciate you and of course anytime you're welcome to call the podcast or call me text me send a letter, send a turtle, whatever you want to do, you're welcome to. Okay. Yeah, I this
2: appreciate is, this, you. Um, I know I didn't say my name, but this is Kelly, by the way.
1: Okay, okay, okay,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed you. I
2: enjoyed
1: you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you, and thank you for for calling and, and listening in. And, and like I said, anytime <laughs> you want to... Um, Give your input I mean, or whatever, you're welcome to. Okay.
2: Thank
1: you. Yeah, all right. Appreciate you now.
2: Okay. Um, all right.
1: Okay, someone else on the line. Hello, welcome to Rig Namaha Podcast. You're on the air. Okay. 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 Someone not seeing anything. Okay. Number one, um I really thank God for those who are listening and I wanna encourage each and every one not allowing anything or anybody to distract us. Nah. See, anytime you're doing something for God, like I said, the devil's gonna to try to bring some distraction. He's gonna to try to bring some type of fear, He's gonna to try to bring some type of falseness. Matter of fact, I know whenever I get ready to speak there are times when I get stuck in the elevator, or the elevator always drops. That is a distraction. That is a scare tactic that the devil may try to do. But you know what? Don't even concentrate on that. We have to remember, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We shouldn't even think about that. Why? Because if we do what God tells us to do, it's his responsibility to make sure that we're covered as long as I'm doing what God tells me to do, no devil in hell can stop us. No devil in hell can even prevent us from doing what God has for us to do. He may try to slow us down, but he can't stop us. So we not even worried about that. Matter of fact, even something, may try to make some old, you know, sly comment. Don't even worry about that because it's mighty funny. It's mighty funny. You know, Get this, the devil going to always try to hide. The devil is a coward. But God wants us to be bold. God wants us to even pray for our enemies. Even when people try to do things, say things, you know what we need to do? Just pray for them. Don't acknowledge them. Pray for them and keep on going. But I want to encourage those who may be listening if God told for you to do something, God told for you to do something, do it. Do it. Don't worry about, well, you know, it may not look like, don't, mm mm, that's not your, look, that's not your responsibility. That's God's responsibility. Well, the main thing is, if God have given you some instructions, ask God. For the means, the ability to do it. I, I want to do this right quick, right before we get ready to have a word of prayer. I'm gonna have the young man to get back on the air for one second. I'm gonna get him back on the air. Hello, how you doing today, sir? Okay, he's he's not there. Hello. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. I, uh, I I wanted to get you back on the air. Um the young lady that spoke, um, she was saying some, you know, some beautiful thing and it hit me, you are a young man, you're a father, and he's also a military man for those who may not know. But I was looking when she was speaking, it made me think about you, you being a father, you know, great daughter, great family. And it made me think how, by you being a father, can you bring up or can you think about how would you feel if you see someone that come up that may not measure up in your eyesight pertaining to the responsibilities that he's saying that he wants, but he may not he may not even be measuring up or just whatever just i want to just have you just speak as a father. Even for those who may be listening, who may not have an active father in their life, I want them to hear from an established father such as yourself, for them to be able to hear from a real man, from a father, speaking not just to your daughter, but even just to daughters that may be listening. What can you tell them based upon what I had just shared with you?
0: I think um, it is most important that they recognize the strength and the weakness of the party they're dealing with. If I recognize it and she doesn't recognize it, it's going to be virtually impossible for me to convince her of his weakness. A lot of times, young ladies get caught up for all the wrong reasons. It might be this guy's liked by a lot of those girls, so she wants to make sure... If she keeps him, it might be that he's hung on his looks and don't feel like he needs to be a provider or even have a job. And they get hung up on the things that are not important. When somebody dedicates themselves to you, they provide for you. You can go hand-in-hand together and you grow together, you work together for the benefit of all. And having someone with weaknesses, that you can't recognize because you're too focused, too much focused on other things is a sad day when it's like, and a lot of the young ladies today they get fascinated if he could rap and rock to the side to side and get everybody to jam it in the club, but he's not making no money anywhere else. You got to understand what's important and seek that, and the most important thing you can do to get your strength to get your wisdom is to seek the Almighty God. But once you seek him, he's not going to put you in the wrong direction. Once you pray with sincerity and from the heart and ask him and do his will, stop being hatred if you hate. Stop stealing if you steal, Live more godly life, and seek the Lord, and he'll rise you above any obstacle, even a bad man.
1: Mm. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I felt the need that um it it was we, we needed we need a um a father's word or a father's love at this time and I thank you for providing that. I thank you. Yeah. Yes sir. Yeah. What we're gonna do right now, the main thing we want us to know that we have to stay focused, stay committed, stay the word that word, uh, Another word that I always say Consistent We have to be consistent The devil Likes inconsistency And sometimes when we're dealing with an Inconsistent person what happens We end up not trusting their Integrity but God God will give us the strength To become consistent In what he has for us to do So for us not to Allow our past people's opinion of us to stop us from obeying and doing the assignment that God has for us. I'm telling you, the devil going to try to do some things. You know, I, I, all I can say is, even when you make up in your mind that you're going to obey God, even though you're obeying God, be aware of the devil's presence. But don't let that intimidate you. You just keep on going. You just aware, you're aware that he's there. But just like he may be there, you make sure that you allow God to be there and fight for your behalf. And if there's anybody else that may be listening who may be going through something, you know what? We have a God that loves us and wants us to cast all of our cares upon Him. Whatever you're dealing with, you can give it to God. Just in case someone that may be listening who may not be saved, can I do to become saved? It's easy. All you need to do is think about Romans 10 and 9, that thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as thy Savior, and believe in the heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Listen, you don't have to join no clique to be loved or be embraced by God. You don't have to have a squeaky, a squeaky clean past for you to be able to be accepted by God. And don't let anything or anybody make you feel that you're outside of God's love or outside of God's reach. You're not. You can go to God. And also, get this, he wants you to come to him. He wants you to be able to just accept him into your life. So what we're going to do right now, if there's anybody that have a need, we're gonna like I said, cast all of our cares on him, and we're going to hold up every one of our needs to him. The Heavenly the Father, we coming to you right now, God. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God. We acknowledge your presence on today. God, we ask you, Lord, to help us right now, God to help us to be able to trust and rely upon You right now, God. God, we ask You all to forgive us, God, if there's anything that we said or done or thought or felt that was unlike You, God. God, we ask You for Your forgiveness and we receive Your forgiveness and we thank You for Your forgiveness. God, we ask You all right now, God, help us, God, to be able to trust You, God. Help us, God, to rely upon You, God. Help us, God, to serve You, God. Help us, God, to most importantly, God, obey You, God in every area of our life right now, God. God, we ask You all to help us, God, God, to have our minds made up, God, and committed to serve you right now, God, and to fulfill the purpose and plan the assignment that you have for us right now in the name of Jesus. And send about everything you stand for. We find every problem. We by every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the victory, God. God, we thank you, Lord, for helping us, God, to overcome the wiles of the devil right now, God. God, we ask, Lord, to help us, God, even to be able to move beyond our past, God, and reach for, God, the purpose and plan the assignment in the future that you have for us right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, those who may be sick, God, touch and hear their bodies right now, God. Those God who may need strength, God, strengthen them, God. Give them the courage, God, give them the strength, God, to rely upon you, God. And God we ask, Lord, God, those who may be looking for a job right now, God. God we speaking, God, that you lead them to where you want them to be at right now, God. God we speaking, God, those who may need a car right now, God. God we speaking, God, that you give them the means, God, to have an affordable vehicle right now, God. And God, we speaking right now, God, even for this holiday season, God, we speaking, God, that you help us, God, to be good stewards, God. Help us, God, not to be wasteful, God. Help us, God, to budget, God. But most importantly, God, help us, God, to consult you, God, even with our finances, God. Help us, God, to consult you in everything, God. And God, we thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. I want to thank each and every one who Tuned in and who supported this program. If you have any suggestions on future topics or future episodes, feel free to contact me on Brother Prater. I'm on Facebook, Brother Prater. You can read my daily devotions and videos on my page, or you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, or you can go to my website at www.brotherprater.org. You will see my daily devotion the upcoming events, and personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my website where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men the needs and their responsibilities towards their family, children, spouse, or even children's mother. To inform women the needs of men and to give single women the qualities of a potential future husband and or and or Father to present or future children. I want to thank each and every one who tuned in and who supported Reconnect My Heart program, Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good